0: Be sure to check out www.dailynews.com. WW Daily News provides articles and other information about the Walt Disney Company and more. Be sure to follow them on Twitter at WW Daily news. a proud partner of Sorcerer Radio. You're listening to DW60 on Sorcerer Radio. The following is an original production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. Sorcerer Radio. Have some bacon on a biscuit. Let's go. We're burning daylight. The last <laughs> of the ship, the last of the the headlines from the walt disney world resort it's dw 60s press row however you may be listening sorcerer radio spotify stitcher radio apple podcast anchor fm we're glad you're here to find out what is happening over at the walt disney world resort jeff davis here with you first of all uh great to be back and uh, i want to thank each and every one of you for all the well wishes last week uh had to deal with that nasty bronchitis once again it's uh, it happens at least twice a year i've been dealing with it ever since i was a kid anytime the weather changes a dramatic dramatic change in the weather I end up with bronchitis, you know, it starts in your sinuses and it just goes right down into your chest and it I cannot avoid it, avoid it at all, no matter what. And when the pollen starts to fall, spring starts a little bit early here in the south. And when we get that heavy amount of pollen in the air, that doesn't help. And then one day it's 40 degrees outside, the next day it's 76 degrees outside, and that, you know, causes problems as well. And within 24 hours, I end up with bronchitis, and if I don't do something about it, it turns right into pneumonia. Such a pain, but like I said, very, very thankful for all of the well wishes uh, that uh, you guys gave me last week, and it's great to be back. Lots to talk about when it comes to the news at Walt Disney World. I didn't miss too much last week, of course. Price increases on tickets, and you know we expect stuff like that. It happens, uh, but we continue to pay the money because we love Walt Disney World. But there's some other great stuff that has also happened uh, this week that we're going to talk about during press row. First off, the Tron-themed roller coaster that, of course, is going to be coming to the Magic Kingdom. They had a big, major construction milestone this past week uh, with cast members who were signing the first steel support columns the attraction. Now, the attraction itself is still not named. We don't know if they're going to call it what it is called over at Shanghai Disneyland, the Tron Light Cycle Power Run. Right now, we just call it the Tron-themed roller coaster, because we don't exactly know. But it is coming, hopefully, in time for the Parks and Resorts' 50th anniversary in 2021. So, construction moving along with that. We're all very, very excited. Those, of course, who love uh, roller coasters. uh, Some still excited, even if they don't ride uh, roller coasters, just be able to see it and uh, experience the atmosphere of Tron and the Magic Kingdom over in Tomorrowland. Well, Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy is due to open at Disney's Hollywood Studios on March the 31st, and it seems that each week comes with another bit of information about the new uh, interactive show featuring McQueen and his friends Cruz Ramirez, Tomater, and a lot of others. Now, this past week, Disney Parks blog revealed that John Ratzenberger, the star behind the voice of Mac the Truck in each of the Cars movies, and indeed, of course, in one character in every Disney Picture feature film so far, the guys. Just really that good. He has again voiced Mac for the new attraction. Mac and Sally Carrera will welcome rookie racers um, to the theater and test your knowledge of Lightning McQueen as you take your seat before showtime. So something else to do at Disney's Hollywood Studios before we get to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opening up. Now we're going to head over to Whispering Canyon Cafe at Disney's Wilderness Lodge. And they have added new skillets to its lunch and dinner, the all-you-care-to-enjoy seatings uh, and we'll add breakfast skillets starting on March the 26th. Disney Parks blog has posted photos and descriptions of some of the new and coming soon offerings, plus the sides, the apple pie, some of the newly-themed adult beverages are included as well with these changes. And, of course, Whispering Canyon Cafe has always been A big favorite with Disney fans with the theming of the restaurant and the food in general as well. Now, if you're interested in checking out Whispering Canyon Cafe over at the Wilderness Lodge, reservations are available online or by calling 407-WDW-DINE. Make sure you check it out. I love going to that place. All right. Speaking of dining at resorts, Disney Parks blog provides a preview of Topolino's Terrace Flavors of the Riviera. It's the new signature rooftop dining experience planned for the upcoming Disney's Riviera Resort. It will feature modern interpretations of Italian and French textures, colors, and carvings, with stonework resembling that of ancient European coastline villages. The open kitchen is going to feature a wood-burning grill. That's always real nice on cold days in Orlando, so you're going to feel a little heat coming off that. Uh, the restaurant's also going to offer an exclusive... Disney character dining experience inspired by the Riviera during breakfast with details to follow on that coming up a little bit later on when they release them. The highlight of the signature dining location in the evenings, no doubt, is going to be the outdoor terrace view with fireworks at both Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studios. So that's going to be a fantastic and very popular place to go and check out for the flavors of the Riviera. So it's going to be great. I cannot wait to at least smell what they're their cooking. I may not get to eat there very soon, but I at least want to smell what they're cooking. All right, so starting in June, the Adventures by Disney Backstage Magic Tour at Walt Disney World is going to add a visit to the marina where the animal and lotus barges are prepared for the evening performance of Rivers of Light at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Now, the tour is going to highlight some of the mechanical and technological secrets behind the show. It's also going to add a private lunch at the park Tiffin's Restaurant, which is going to feature a special menu accompanied by stories about the creation of the park. Now, if you're interested in this, all you have to do is call 407-939-8687. Be, I'm interested to see what it's like to get ready for a nighttime spectacular like Rivers of Light. It is not the most popular nighttime show at Walt Disney World. A lot of people were kind of 50-50 on it. But there is a lot incorporated into it. Seeing the inner workings of how all of that is done should be fantastic. I'm interested in pricing, though, as to how much it's going to be. wasn't able to find that out, but I'll keep looking just in case you might be interested. If you're going to be headed to Disney's Hollywood Studios anytime soon, they have received a big dose of character in that park. And it's not inside the park. It's outside of the park in the actual parking lot. Yeah, that's the craziest thing that they've done this. But, it okay, it makes sense. Each of the uh, lots have been renamed after a favorite Disney character that you can actually meet inside of Disney's Hollywood Studios. For instance, you now have sections called Mickey, Minnie, Jesse, Buzz, Olaf, and BB-8. Come to find out as I'm reading about this story, the only other place that I heard had a Mickey section was actually Disneyland in their parking lot. No other section in any of the other parks have Mickey in the parking lot, so this is only the second time this has happened, I guess, because it started in Disneyland. Mickey was the only... Disneyland was the only parking lot that had Mickey, so I did kind of find out that was interesting. Um, But, the thing is, uh, with these changes, and they're not the regular names that they used to be, what you need to do don't forget, snap a photo on your phone before you leave your vehicle as to what section that you're in so that you know where to go when you're going to return because everything's changed. All the names have changed. You may remember the you know, location itself, but not the name. So take a picture before you get on the tram and head to Disney's Hollywood Studios. So that's going to be uh, interesting to see. The thing was, though, a lot of people were a little upset with the characters that were used. Mickey and Minnie, specifically the new cartoon characters that you're going to see in Mickey's Runaway Railway, they're at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Those characters are being used for Mickey and Minnie, and a lot of people don't like those characters. They don't like the new cartoons. Some people love them. Uh, it just depends on the person. I really don't have a preference. Uh, they're not my favorite depictions of Mickey and Minnie Mouse, but uh, they'll do for me. I'm OK with that. All right. Back in September, we heard a rumor that rafiki's planet watch was going to be closing at disney's animal kingdom a lot of people very upset about that they love that area they like to take kids back there to learn a few things and do a few things and you know get off their feet for a few minutes that of course was not the case it was not closing It was not closing. It was going down for refurbishment. We're happy to let you know. Disney has announced that Rafiki's Planet Watch, the affection section, and the Wildlife Express is all going to be fully reopening this summer. Rafiki's Planet Watch is going to include some animal encounter guests will love, as well as some new experiences that will feature a celebration of the Lion King. So whenever we get more details as to what that is all about, we'll be sure to let you know here on Sorcerer Radio. All right. Disney has announced the addition of Awesome Planet. Now, it's an on-screen exploration of the realm that we call home. And it's going to showcase some spectacular uh, stories of the Earth with uh, just uh, amazing cinematography, from what I understand. It's going to be presented in the Land Pavilion over at Epcot. And the thing is, we haven't heard any type of an opening date. No opening date has been announced by Disney, but they do say that more information is on the way, which is going to be fantastic. It's going to provide guests with hints it. at the scope of, you know, the new transformation coming to the theme park, along with views of the Earth, its lands, its people, all kinds of different things. So that's going to be really interesting to see. Let's head over to Animal Kingdom right now. There's a brand new Q re-entry pass. That is now being used for those waiting in line for the very long lines of the Flight of Passage attraction there in Pandora, the World of Avatar. So here's the deal. If you've been waiting in line for a few hours and all of a sudden you've just got to use the bathroom, you can use this pass to leave the line, use the bathroom, and then you can come back in the line. They give you a lanyard. Now What happens is you leave the line, you go do your business, you come back. While the rest of your party is waiting in line, you're going to enter through the fast pass line. You're going to go all the way to the end, but then you're going to be put in a holding area... Until your party arrives now where that holding area is 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 right there where the lines merge the standby queue and the fast pass queue where those merge at that is where you're going to meet your party once again and then continue on in the queue so that you can enjoy the attraction. A lot of people have asked well what if my child needs to use the restroom because they're only giving this is only good for one person. I am absolutely positive. That Disney is going to say if your child is not old enough to go to the restroom by themselves or maybe you don't feel comfortable enough with your child going by themselves, they will let you go with your child and both of you will stand in that holding area waiting for the rest of your party so that you can enjoy Flight of Passage. But this is a fantastic idea. I love it. I've always wondered in the past maybe why they've never integrated restrooms into some of these long queues when they know they're going to be long in the first place. And it's so tough when you've been drinking water all day, trying to stay hydrated and so much more. And you need to use the bathroom. But you've already been standing in line for three hours because you want to check out this attraction. I'm not leaving the line. I'm just I'm going to hold. it. (laughs) I'm going to hold it. Well, now you don't have to. You've got the opportunity, if you need to, to go to use the restroom and then get back in line. Now, if you're by yourself, here's the interesting part. Let's say I'm, it's just me visiting Walt Disney World I'm over there doing Flight of Passage. Really got to use the restroom. So it's just me. And I, I get to a cast member say, hey, I need to get a hold of that pass so I can go use the restroom. Well, since there's nobody in my party, who do I meet up with? And how does Disney determine where I go back into line? That is my question. I did not see any information pertaining to that. And I never, I didn't see anybody ask that question either. And it came to mind when I was reading about the story. I went, well, what if you're just, it's just you, just you and Walt Disney World. How do you integrate back into the queue without starting at the beginning? You can't necessarily just walk all the way through the fast pass and then merge right in. And everybody would be using the bathroom, right? Like, oh yeah, I've got to go. I've got to go. I've got to go. And you just go right into the fast pass queue and you go right in. That's a way of cheating the system. So I'm hoping that Disney can somehow, you know, let us know in situations like that. If it's just you riding the attraction, how are you integrated back into the line as a single rider? How long do you have to wait an extra 20 minutes or 30 minutes? Whatever it may be. I don't know. It's a question that I'm asking. But uh, the other interesting part about this is, is that it seems to me that Disney might be testing this. For the upcoming opening of Star Wars: Galaxy's Edge, we all know how long the line is going to be for Millennium Falcon: Smuggler's Run. Extremely long wait times. If this seems to work out with flight of patches, passes, <laughs> flight of passage, which is the most popular attraction to Walt Disney World right now, continuous long three to four hour waits for this attraction. Definitely the most popular. If it works. Disney may be integrating this into Star Wars Galaxy's Edge to accommodate for all of the really long lines you're going to experience, uh, whether it may be, uh, I don't know, Millennium Falcon or Rise of the Resistance. I have no idea. I think it's a great idea, though. But my question is, how do single riders integrate back into the line? I hope it works out with this testing period. I consider consider it a testing period. I really think it is. Disney's not going to tell you that directly. I think it's a testing period. We'll just have to wait and see. All right. Disney continues to reconfigure theme park entrances. The walkways, uh, security screening, so much more that's going on. A lot of work is being implemented into Walt Disney World, not only to get ready for the park and the resort's 50th anniversary coming up, but also it just needs a new fresh look. Things need to be a little bit different and updated in Disney's eyes, and they're doing so. So one of the things that's also going to be changed We talked about how Leave a Legacy was being removed from that courtyard area as you enter Epcot. It's going to be moved to a different location. You'll still be able to visit that picture that you took for Leave a Legacy. But now they're talking about Disney's Walk Around the World. Now those are those hexagon bricks that are around the ticketed transportation area and right there around the entrance to the Magic Kingdom. Those are going to be removed. They're done. They're gone. And they're going to be removed in phases with Magic Kingdom and the Transportation and Ticket Center. Now, the bricks, back when they were originally purchased, Disney told everybody these bricks will last and will remain in place through 2011. Here we are. It's now 2019, and the bricks are still in place. So you definitely got your money's worth. But a lot of people said, well, I would love to have my brick. I mean, I paid for it. I'd love to keep it as a, uh, you know, a keepsake. Well, the thing is, is that it's extremely, extremely hard, I'm sure, for Disney to individually cut out each and every brick without breaking it into pieces. I mean, that concrete has been there for a while. It may be brittle. We don't know what the condition of it may be up underneath. Who knows? Getting each and every single hexagon brick out, one by one to give to people, is just too long of a process to try and do. So what Disney has decided to do, since they can't be removed for you to take home, Disney is going to be offering you a commemorative version of your brick for a price. And it's not a bad one. Either. What you should do, you need to stop by City Hall over in the Magic Kingdom or Guest Relations in Disney Springs, to verify your brick. Then you're going to receive a voucher that is good between right now and August the 31st. That's going to allow you to purchase one 6-inch commemorative brick for the special price of just $10. Bricks are available at Tomorrowland Light and Power Company. They're also available in Magic, uh, available there in the Magic Kingdom or the Marketplace Co-op over at Disney Springs. Now, if you're not going to be in Orlando and you still want to be able to do this, you can do it. What you need to do, you can email at DisneyWorld.com, or you can call 407-828-2701. You verify your brick, and you receive a voucher good at shopdisney.com. And then you can purchase your one-time commemorative brick for just $10 plus tax, of course. Now, not everybody was able to get a brick. I didn't get a brick. I was hoping... Maybe one of these days getting a brick was going to be available again so that Nicole and I could get one. Not the case, but you can still get something. Also, this spring, if you did not originally sponsor a brick, you can get in on the action by purchasing your very own customized commemorative brick. They're available for you. There is a six inch brick that is available for $29.99 plus tax, and there's also an eight inch brick that is only forty nine ninety nine plus tax. And then later on down the line, ornaments are also going to be available for the holiday season. Now those bricks also available in the magic kingdom, Tomorrowland, light and power company and the marketplace co-op and online at shopdisney.com. So that's real nice to know that uh, you get a nice commemorative brick. If you did pay for one, If you never got the chance to get one. You can still get one by paying a small fee and, um, I'd say that's pretty good. It's email time. It's email time. Hey, everybody, it's email time. <laughs> email time returns to Press Row. Good to see that. Uh, this email comes from Victoria. It says, hi, Jeff. Congratulations to you and Nicole on your engagement. Thank you, Victoria. I appreciate that. She goes on to say, I wanted to talk about the phased opening for Galaxy's Edge. I completely agree that reservations would be great for the opening. But I don't think Walt Disney World could guarantee a reservation for all guests staying on property. They still have time to figure that out. They may be wanting to test the reservation in Disneyland before announcing it for Florida. This opening is looking much more like New Fantasyland in 2012. Disney started previews of the expansion in August, but didn't officially open it until December. They slowly opened each attraction, store, and dining location during previews, and before Thanksgiving, almost the entire expansion was operating every day. I believe Disney was strategic in that execution. They earned a lot of social media coverage through guests. The previews helped to control the crowds and lines. Cast members, locals, pass holders, and DVC members had experienced everything prior to opening. Not everything opened on opening day. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and the Tangled Bathrooms opened much later. I do agree with you that they are behind schedule. If they weren't, this would be considered a preview. Do you think we will have a second opening day announcement before the opening day? I'd love to hear your thoughts, Victoria. Fantastic email, Victoria. I Actually, I I do think that we are going to have an announcement before opening day, I, th- I think. I think. The only time that I can really think of that Disney would make that type of an announcement, considering that we're only getting a portion of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opening. Uh, and we're talking, of course, the Millennium Falcon attraction. Now, Rise of the Resistance. That's the second part of the opening we're talking about here. And I think it's such a big draw because of the way Disney describes it. It's, from what they have said, and we've all read it and heard about it, the most immersive Disney attraction that Disney Imagineers have ever created. And they're not quite ready for it to open just yet. But to me, announcing something like that, the perfect platform would be the upcoming D23 Expo in August. And that starts on August the 23rd. Now, at Disney's Hollywood Studios, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opens on the 29th. And usually it's what day 2 or day, it's either day 2 or day 3 that they have the Disney Parks panel there at the Expo. You know they're already going to talk about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. That's a given. Even the fact that it's open at Disneyland, I think they'll still talk about it because it's about to open at Disney World. And what a better time to talk about Rise of the Resistance and the rest of the park opening, a portion of the park opening, than the D23 Expo at the Disney Parks panel. So that's what I'm looking for to happen when it comes to them announcing that. Now, I could be wrong. I have no idea. I do not have an inside scoop with Disney. They do not give me any information. I get cast member information every now and then. And some cast members let me know, you know what they've heard. So I can't guarantee you that 100%. But I think there's a good chance that it would happen at the D23 Expo. I think it's better in Disney's interest to do it at the expo, considering all the other information that they're probably going to be releasing. You know, we're looking for a lot of new information when it comes to Epcot and its refurbishment to get ready for the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. And at the resorts and everything else. Uh, so going along with that line, a lot of people anticipating a lot. Look, I'm even looking for that nighttime parade announcement to happen at the D23 Expo. 893 days, by the way. So that that's the time frame that I'm going to look at. If we don't hear it during that time, things may be more behind schedule than what we could even imagine. And maybe Disney is really reworking some stuff that they weren't really happy with when it comes to Rise of the Resistance. I think we're probably going to get... I'm going to go out on a limb. I think we're going to get all the stores open. I think we're going to get the restaurants open. I think it's just Rise of the Resistance that Disney is waiting on to open up. I think that's what's happening because I just don't see the point in opening it if you can't give everybody at least the restaurants And all of the different shops opening in the area. If you're just going to give them the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, I don't think that's enough. But at the same time, I'm still happy that Disney is at least taking their time. But another part of me is like, okay, well, Pandora the World of Avatar opened with both attractions ready to go. It was ready. And you opened up Toy Story Land with both attractions ready to go. You had to work on Toy Story a little bit. You got that ready, so everything was fine. So it it does still upset me that it's not opening fully. I I know I'm not getting to see it. I get that. But I, I would have liked to have seen everything open at once. But at the same time, I want Disney to do it right. And if it's not right, then wait most definitely wait. So, Victoria, that is a fantastic question and I love your thinking on it and, uh, you know, bringing that area of fantasy land into the discussion and everything else. Continue the discussion over in the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone on Facebook. Uh, you can also do it on the DW60 Facebook page or on Twitter at DW underscore 60. But, uh, Victoria, thank you very much for your email. I definitely appreciate that. If you have a question, if you have a comment and you'd like to get in on the discussion, During the show, send me an email. Send your email to dw60 at srsounds.com. And those are your headlines and your email here on Press Row. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. Swish Row Radio, srsounds.com. Ready for some fun in the Disney parks? Don't forget your Sorcerer Radio gear. The Sorcerer Radio Shop has everything you need to show your SR pride in the parks. Pins, shirts, hats, and more. Before you begin your vacation, stop by the Sorcerer Radio Shop at srsounds.com. shop A new coffee for Expedition Roasters, Curacao and Curacao. This tag says drink me for a Wonderland coffee crumb cake experience. Oh my, I feel so exhilarated. And look at all of these other handcrafted themed coffees and teas they have. It's like falling down a rabbit hole into the most wonderful coffee and tea party. Now you better hurry, you don't want to be late. So head over to expeditionroasters.com to brew a little magic at your home. Sorcerer Radio listeners, be sure to use code MAGIC15 for 15% off your next purchase with us. Brew your happy place. There's nothing quite like the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. It's the place where dreams come true. Moments last a lifetime, and enchantment is around every corner. The world tells you to grow up. Here, you never have to. Walt Disney World Resort. That's the power of magic. To book your magical Walt Disney World vacation, call Storybook Destinations at 1-844-TO-STORY or visit storybookdestinations.com. Missing the scents of Disney? Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company offers an array of Disney-inspired scents in their home fragrance line. Wax melts, scented candles, and room sprays. To bring the scents of Disney to your home, visit their website, www.magicallyscented.com. Do you have a Disney-related business or product and would like help getting the word out? Become a sponsor of Social Radio today. For more information, please contact our business office via email at sponsors at srsounds.com. Young man. <laughs> You think Calypso music is hot You wait till you taste the pepper on this one Ico Ico brings us to the end of our show thanks for checking out the podcast now if you need to get in contact with me send me an email send it to dw60 at srsounds.com you can contact me on twitter at dw underscore 60 you can send a message to the DW60 Press Row Facebook page or you can contact me in the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone if you want to hear DW60 in its entirety listen every single Friday morning 8am Eastern Time with a replay at 7 p.m. Eastern over at srsounds.com. This is Jeff Davis, DW60's Press Row Podcast. Have a magical day. Take a journey into the future and around the globe. Sorcerer Radio presents Epcot Hour. Soar high above the magic in future worlds. Or take in the tunes at World Showcase with bands like Off Gilter. Epcot Hour, part of the magic on Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. Looking for some fun on Facebook with fellow Disney fans? Then you need to join the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. Fun Zone! The Fun Zone is an exclusive online gathering place where young and old alike can come and share their love of all things Disney in a family friendly atmosphere. The Fun Zone will also be your place for exclusive downloads, images, giveaways, and more. Join us online by going to Facebook.com and searching for Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. Fun Zone! That's the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone, part of Sorcerer Radio, SRSounds.com. Oh, man, they're in my head again. Not having a good day and those monkeys are in your head again? <laughs> Relax, let a little magic